This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has distributed more than $5.87 billion in payments through the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. That's according to new figures released today by the department. Livestock payments account for about $2.97 billion of that total. Non-specialty crops come in at about $1.5 billion. Dairy payments are just under $1.2 billion. And specialty crop payments amount to around $158 million. The program is set to offer $16 billion in direct payments to producers. We're also starting to get a clearer picture at CFAT payments yet to come. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. A high-level USDA official says the department is still reviewing options on how to use $14 billion in commodity credit corporation money. In the last major coronavirus relief package, Congress allocated the additional $14 billion to replenish the CCC, but it could not be used until this month. USDA Farm Production and Conservation Undersecretary Bill Northey says they're still looking at commodities affected by coronavirus, but also Title I program payments. We do have some additional, as you say, some Title I payments that are due in October as well, whether it's between now and then, maybe some dairy margin coverage, uh, but but certainly some ARC PLC payments, some CRP payments, just a continued use of marketing assistance loans. So we have to look and kind of balance the need for dollars at that time. Uh, with the need that producers have for coronavirus. He says USDA is also waiting to see if Congress directs the department to use the money in a certain way. Whether we should use these dollars or not, whether they're going to top up dollars so that we have some extra dollars to be able to make those Title I payments in October or not, as well as whether they're going to provide some additional support in the meantime. CFAP payments were originally prorated at 80 percent of the qualified amount, But Northey says USDA hopes to get the remaining 20 percent of CFAP payments out to producers before the application deadline of August 28th. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. As producers make tough financial decisions with limited funds, one ag executive says he sees specific areas where cutbacks are possible and others where they just aren't. Mike Frank is the CEO of retail at Nutrien. Speaking on this week's Open Mic, he says the kinds of products he sells are still selling. You can't really cut back on fertilizer because you immediately see that in your yields. You know, the worst thing you can do is penalize your yields because then you make a a bad situation even worse. Not only are you getting lower commodity prices, but you're not optimizing productivity on your farm. Whether it's fertilizer or seed or crop protection chemicals or nutrients, we haven't seen yet this year any pullback on investment. But he says producers are cutting back in other areas. Probably where that's being felt the most is is likely in the farm equipment side, where, you know, instead of getting a new combine or tractor or or planter, they're getting a few more years and doing maintenance instead of uh, replenishing their, you know, equipment with new equipment. But it does look like some producers are, in fact, looking to upgrade their equipment. According to data from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, equipment sales had a good month in June. They say sales of farm tractors and combines were both higher in June of 2020 than of 2019, with both categories just over 30% higher. Overall, only four-wheel drive tractors declined in U.S. unit sales in June. Year-to-date, tractor sales are up 10% in 2020, while combine sales are down 1.7% over the same period. There's more from Frank in this week's Open Mic on agripulse.com. Finally today, a familiar farmhand is calling it a career. 
Randy Gordon plans to retire as CEO of the National Grain and Feed Association at the conclusion of the organization's next annual convention next year. Gordon has been with NGFA in some capacity for more than 43 years and has been the group's CEO since 2012. A search for his successor is underway and will take applications through mid-August. More on his departure in our article on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Through unprecedented challenges brought on by the pandemic, American Farm Bureau has been the voice of agriculture, guiding leaders to the right policies to support farmers and assuring Americans that farmers won't let them down. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.